Praise God. Hallelujah. I asked you last week, I think, uh, everyone, I guess, is in Christmas mode now, getting ready, and uh, uh, no family times. We had one of ours last night, just a great time with about 25 of our family uh, there in our home, just a wonderful time, and just pray that, uh, that we take some time and reflect on this season, amen? It's uh, such an important time. Some people, I think, as I mentioned last week, have had situations and have had some problems this past year, but we can look through all of that and just focus in on the fact that Jesus, our Savior, Emmanuel, came. Amen. God with us. So just uh, we, we, we're going to focus in on that and choose to give him praise and glory and honor. Amen. Hallelujah. I uh, kind of titled this a few weeks ago, Do You Hear What I Hear? Anybody ever heard a song about that? <laughs> yeah. How many know it was a Christian song? It talks about a shepherd boy. It talks about a star. It talks about a lamb. Kind of a little different rendition, but it's, a, it's actually a great uh, Christian Christmas song. Do you hear what I hear? You know, right now, you're, you're hearing my voice, aren't you? How many are hearing pastor today? All right. And you're able to distinguish the sounds that I'm speaking to you, aren't you? There's a lot going on in your brain right now that you don't even realize. Did you know that? Because a sound wave, I'm generating a sound wave out here into space. It's being amplified uh, by some speakers, and your ears, you've been trained to pick up on different frequencies. You know, the ear can hear from about 20 hertz up to 20,000 hertz. Isn't that amazing? A dog can go a lot farther than that, so that's even more amazing. But uh, as that sound wave passes into your outer ear, it then goes into your middle ear. And from there, it goes on into an inner ear where the hammer and the anvil and the stirrup. Anybody remember that from science class? It goes in there, and it's, it jiggles little things in there. And then it goes to the auditory nerve, and that auditory nerve sends it to your brain and hopefully your brain, <laughs> right? <laughs> hopefully your brain is understanding what we're saying, right? Now, if I go to a Spanish service today, I'd be in trouble because my ear has not been tuned <laughs> into the Spanish language very good. Oh, I might catch a few Spanish words like enchilada and <laughs> taco and <laughs> a few of those, but uh, my ear is not trained to comprehend those. So how many of you understand, is it important that we hear in, in the spiritual realm what the Spirit is saying? Is the Holy Spirit still speaking today? Yes, He is. Spoke to me recently. Amen. Spoke to a young uh, lady Friday night, yeah, to minister to Pam, and Pam got healed Friday night in a house meeting. Amen. There you go. Is it important for the church to meet in houses. Amen. I'm so excited for the two home groups that we have meeting in El Reno and then down here a few miles south. So very, very important. The Holy Spirit is speaking to whoever has their ears trained to hear. Are you with me today? Praise God. So very important. You know, 
so many times I've noticed, though, as, as I've talked to people, even as a youth pastor years ago about teaching them to pray, so many times we learn to pray, but do we learn to listen? We're kind of weak there, aren't we? How I many you know God gave us two ears and one, <laughs> one mouth? We ought to be listening probably twice as much as we're speaking, right? But we, you know, in the natural and in the spiritual realm. So many times we flood God with, God, help me in this, and I need this, and blah, blah, blah. well, just be quiet. <laughs> Amen? Sometimes we just need to be quiet and listen and hear his voice. You know, really effective communication involves active listening, does it not? How many of you could use some help there, even uh, <laughs> on one-on-one with people, learning to listen more? I've met people before that I don't think they ever hear a word you're saying. They're already, they, I mean, they may hear just a few, but they're, they're already thinking about what they're going to say back. How many of you know you can learn a lot, a lot, by listening? I love our Bible college on Tuesday, every other Tuesday night. We come and we just sit and we learn together, and they know that they can inject something the Holy Spirit is showing them in this particular uh, passage of scripture or or uh, subject that we're teaching on that night and it's neat to sit there and boy Lisa was on fire Tuesday night she was man the Holy Spirit had given her and man when she prayed at the end of that deal she was like man she had a pipeline <laughs> straight straight to heaven so it's it's very important that we learn to listen uh, and especially I'm going to put it I put this in my note notes here this morning especially when God's trying to talk is it irreverent and disrespectful to talk over somebody? I was trained. I mean, I'm a country boy here, but, man, when I was raised up, uh, if there was an adult in the home, you didn't say a whole lot. You'd sit quiet and learn, right? Be still and listen. And, uh, boy, if I, I remember one time a neighbor came over and I did say something. It was, it was kind of a contradictory to what Mom had said, and, oh, my goodness, <laughs> I couldn't hardly walk. <laughs> Uh, for for about an hour, you know, she lit me up. So really this has been instilled in my heart the last few days, how important it is that we listen to what the Spirit is trying to say. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Jesus used that several times. I think even in the parable of the sower, if I remember right, he, and then several other parables that he, when he was really saying something profound, and something important, he would close out by saying that. He that has an ear, and he wasn't referring to this one, amen? He was referring to your spiritual ears. Let him hear what the Spirit is trying to say to you. So uh, I want to jump down here, our text today. Well, let me read this one first. Actually, this is not the main text, but uh, I want to say this. Deep relationships are formed and made by time spent together, aren't they? Time spent together. If, if I've only spent a few minutes with some of you, and I know at church we come together and we sometimes visit for a few minutes afterwards, but I don't really get to know you very well until like we had Sunday night, these fellowship dinners, and we have home meetings. Then, then we sit down and I learn to, to find out that, that, that James likes this or Dina likes horses and, and on and on. It's, it, you, you learn that other person, don't you? And you learn their heart too and what what they love about God and what they love about church and, and the Holy Spirit. So deep relationships take some time 
together. You know, husband and wife that have been <laughs> married for years, they can almost look at each other <laughs> and know what the other one's trying to say, right? Mine gives me that eyebrow look. I know it's time to move on out, get, go over to the barn, barn for a little bit, right? It's like, okay, buddy, it's, you've said enough here. It's time to, time to move. How many of you guys have learned that? Some of y'all haven't learned that lesson yet, have you? But uh, again, uh, I want to say this, John 15, 7, this is the scripture. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it'll be done for you. Is that a close connection there? It's the, uh, Jesus is teaching here in John 15 about the, the true vine. Who is the vine? Jesus. And who's the branches? We are. Do we need to stay connected to the vine? Amen. You're, you're not, you know, you're not going to amount to much. And the thing I thought about is you ever had a plant that, we had some tree limbs back when we had an ice storm a few years ago. It broke most, let's say, three-quarters of the limb off, but there's one little piece still hanging on. Is it still greening out? Yeah, but it's not flourishing. It's not doing well. And a lot of people, you know, they've severed some of that, that connection to the vine. The spirit still, the life is still trying to flow into them. But, again, they've severed some of that. Do we need to restore that? He talks about pruning even in that, in that particular chapter there. And sometimes, you know, if we don't get pruned, we don't bear much fruit, do we? That's what he says. So it's very important that we stay connected to the vine, that we learn to listen and, and be attentive to what the Spirit's trying to say to us. My text today is Isaiah chapter 42 and verse number 23. Which of you will listen to this or pay close attention in time to come are we living in times when we need to be listening more to the lord than anything else i believe so i firmly believe i've been preaching for uh, about 50 years now and yet uh jesus said you'll know you won't know the day nor the hour but you'll know the time you'll you'll be aware and i believe it's not only looking at what's going on in the world but how many of you feel a, a wooing and a drawing in your spirit man as well amen that it the time is near i can't tell you how many people i talk to that that say the very same thing they just feel a sense of urgency and of course the signs that are in the world also bear that out do they not the things that jesus said would be happening in matthew 24 and 25 we see them playing out on the world uh, scenario don't we it's it's definitely time for us if we've ever listened to god to listen to him in this particular passage the prophet Isaiah is warning Israel uh, they're in spiritual decay. They're, they're rejecting God. They're turning from God. And in the next chapter, he, he calls them and says, I, I've redeemed you. I've called you. I want you to, I want you to have fellowship and intimate, uh, intimacy with me. But they keep slamming the door and rejecting uh, uh, God. So it's very important. In fact, in verse 20, let's back up just a couple of verses. He says it here. Again, he said, you've seen many things, but you pay no attention. Your ears are open, but you do not listen. Can your ears be open and you still not listen or hear what the Spirit is trying to say? One version here, and I like this uh, in the message, I believe it is, on the, in verse 23. It says, is anyone, is anyone out there listening? Is anyone paying attention to what's 
coming. That's powerful, isn't it? Is anyone going to listen and hear what the Spirit's trying to say? You know, we get so busy focused on, on life, don't we? And, and you, know, you know, the Holy Spirit goes, David. And we get busy and we're, we're taking care of the kids. We're running here. We're doing that. David, you know, and, 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 and before long, you know, we're, we're just tied up all the time. And finally, he, he almost has to smack us. David, you know, I have some things I want to share with you. I want to speak to you and put in your spirit. So he finally gets us, gets our attention. You remember the story of Samuel and Eli, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely... Uh, you know, the, he, the Samuel didn't understand what was going on, did he? But finally, he, even though uh, Eli wasn't in the place that he should be with God, he finally said, God's trying to talk to you. And I'm here today. I stand here before you to tell you God will still speak to you. He will speak to you if you will open your spiritual ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. Psalm, Psalms chapter 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I'm God. Be still, and, and again, we can get caught up in, quote, church stuff and, uh, and miss God. I mean, you know, you can go through the motions of having church. I've seen kids do it. My little girls, when they were little, they'd get a little stool about, you know, six inches off the ground and stand off. One of them would be leading the singing, the other one would be preaching. You can go through the motions of having church. And sadly, uh, there's a lot of churches sometimes that do just go through the motions here at the house, we want the Holy Spirit here. Every time we come together, uh, I want it to be to the point where you, don't, you, you may not know what's going on. The Holy Spirit has so much liberty and freedom to, to move, and no one feels oppressed or hindered if the Holy Spirit gives them a word for, for somebody. Somebody can leave here healed because somebody listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit and was obedient. Do not quench the Holy Spirit. Amen? Do not quench when he's speaking something into your heart. You can have a life-changing impact on somebody's life like Friday night. Amen? Hallelujah. I keep going back to that, but it really blessed me today. You know, some people go to great lengths to keep from hearing God. Why would we do that? You know, even, you know, I think back, sometimes they're afraid of what he's going to say. Let's, let's get real here. They're afraid of what... I've, I've run into people like that. They're afraid there's going to be some kind of commitment or God's going to do this or that. You know, I think back even to Adam and Eve in the garden there. You know, uh, God comes, you know, they've, they've gone through this sin there with the, with the serpent and all of this. And God comes walking in the, in the cool of the evening and says, where art thou? I mean, you know, God knew where they were. What's happened in your spirit? Something has has happened here, and he wanted them just to acknowledge it, but they didn't, did they? They kept trying to hide, to hide it, and, and Adam says, yeah, that woman that you, that woman <laughs> that you gave me, you know, not only blaming God, but blaming the woman also. She's the one that's caused all of this mess, and, uh, you know, God, of course, we go into the some of the cursings there and some of the stuff that happens to, to man, mankind. But they were trying to hide from God. You know, I think of Jonah. God was, man, who would not like to go to a city and have 120,000 converts? Any evangelist out there? There's one back there. I know he's got the evangelist blood in him. Who would not, who would not want to see that happen? God, 
told him to arise, go to Nineveh, but he didn't want to go to Nineveh. I don't like the Assyrians. Man, there's bad blood between us, and I'm not going. Anybody else ever done that? How'd that work out? <laughs> not too good, did it? When, we, when God's wanting us to go this way, and we uh, willfully, deliberately say, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to keep doing my thing, bless God. I'm not going to do that. Well, things can get pretty rough. Find yourself down in the belly of a whale with seaweed wrapped around your head. Amen. <laughs> but down there, he cried out to God, didn't he? Anybody live some of that? Where you get finally get to the bottom, you get down to the where your head, you know, wrapped around with seaweed, and you finally, I'll go, <laughs> I'll go, Lord, spare me, spare me, I'll go, Lord. So he finally went, didn't he? And God used him mightily there. And even then, he still had a little bit of an attitude, even after God blessed him. Something about the gourd. I can't remember all the whole story, but yeah, he 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 was still kind of a little bit upset with God. So, but there's many today. Don't apparently do not want to hear from God. They want to live their own lives and, and, and not stay in that close relationship with Him. So this message today is, I think, a challenge to all of us to listen and hear, uh, spend some quiet time with God. You know, I was thinking about this, uh, I believe yesterday, or maybe it was Friday morning I was studying, and, you know, this is really, uh, you know, we've got the manger out there. We know Jesus is not in that in that little uh, uh, feed trough, is he? He's back on the right hand of the Father, but we celebrate his birthday every year. If you went to a birthday party, how long would you spend there? At least an hour, wouldn't you? So I'm going to make the challenge to you. Next Sunday, of course, we're going to be having uh, the, the, the church open here for about an hour for communion and just a time of, of spending time with him. But I'm going to challenge you, you know, next Sunday on his birthday... I know there's family stuff going on, but break away from that. And really celebrate him. Let him know how much you love him and value him and cherish him in your life. It's, again, it's his, it's his birthday. It's not yours. Praise God. So challenge your children, too. Last night, we, uh, we started a tradition my mother did many, many years ago. Before we opened any presents, all the, the different uh, children took a turn reading Luke 2. And you may have your own family traditions, but I want them to know the real meaning of Christmas. Amen? It's not about necessarily just us giving gifts because we love each other and stuff. It's more than that. It's us giving our heart and life to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Do you hear what I hear? I've studied this book about 50 years now. And I can't tell you how many times, especially in preparing sermons every every week and and on and on that the Holy Spirit has spoken things into my spirit and it's been right on smack dab on anybody else out there so I want to say this do not disregard or make light of what the Lord is trying to speak to you well that preach it should be a rhema word down deep in your spirit that you you will not be uh uh, what's the word here? You will, you will not be happy. You will not be content. You will not be fulfilled until you do what the Spirit is trying to uh, teach you there in your, in your spirit. You know, he, he's trying to show you and reveal some things to you. In fact, Isaiah 55.3 says this, Incline your ear and come unto me. He says, come to me with your ears what? Wide open in that verse. 
Listen, and you will find life. I'll make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promise to David. How many are walking in covenant with Jesus? Amen. Me too. It's a covenant relationship born of choice. He chose me first, and all I did was respond to his love. Amen. I said, Lord, I want, I want this connection. I want this relationship in my life. You are important to me, and, and I want it so bad that I'm, I'm willing to do whatever. I'm willing to, to turn off the TV. I'm willing to turn off the computer. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I love you, and I want to spend time with you. So I incline my ear. That word means to submit or to consent. I consent to your lordship of my life. And I want to spend time with you. You know, Old Testament prophets would, would cry out, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Jesus would say, Verily, verily, I say unto you. It was important, as I said earlier. When, when he said that, or he that has ears to hear, let him hear, you, you, better, you better dial in. Amen? Because it's, it's about to get really, really good. So, you know, in the, in the parable... Of the Good Shepherd. I know we're familiar with that. And uh, it's there in John chapter 10. Jesus is the shepherd, and we're the what? Everybody say, man. <laughs> He's the shepherd, and we're the sheep. But sheep, you know, I've never got, had the privilege of going and watching the shepherds and the sheep, but I've read, uh, you know, about it at different times in my. In my life, they know the master's voice, don't they? They hear the master's voice. And there may be two or three shepherds they, you know, in, in, that are storing their sheep in one particular area. But one shepherd will go out of a morning and, and give the call. And all of his sheep will go out there. Another shepherd goes out. All the sheep go right out there. They, they, they trust their, their good shepherd, don't they? They know his voice. And they know that he only wants good for them. He's there to protect them from the wolves and to get the burrs and the things out of their coat and to tend to, to them. So, man, we, we've got to get good, don't we, at hearing the shepherd's voice. There's a, there's a lot of voices crying out in this world. And sadly, uh, so many people listen to those voices more than they do the voice of God. Are you all getting this today? We've got to. I say it with, with everything within me. Slow down. Take time to get with the master, to get to the place where we know his voice so well that we don't even question. Right? Some people, well, I, I'm not sure if that's God speaking to me. I better, anybody ever used a fleece before? I better put out a fleece here. If it's really God, then this will happen and that will happen and that happens and then well i really you know you know kind of like gideon oh well now maybe let it be due on just the, the the cloth and let the ground be dry type thing and he does that and we, then we still question sometimes you know right now as we're moving into a, a a big deal here into buying our own place and perhaps building and i don't know what all god's got in store next year but it's uh i'm gonna have to get i'm preaching to me today too I'm going to have to really get good at hearing his voice, amen, to make sure, you know, the future of this church uh, relies on that. So how many are praying for pastor? Amen, that we hear God's voice and we follow. I don't, 
I'm at that point in my life where I, I don't have time to get out of God's will. You know, when you're young, sometimes you, you, you have time, but I'm focused. I'm lasered, I'm lasered in. I've got a mission, and I'm going to stay on it. Amen? So pray, pray for me when you pray. Hallelujah. So the, the parable of the, good, of the good shepherd, and Jesus even said this in Luke chapter 8, in verse number 18, pay attention to how you hear. Is that good? Pay attention to how you hear. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. But for those who are not listening, even what they think they understand will be taken away from them. Is it important, church, to pay attention to what you're hearing and then respond? I mean, you know, when you hear something, you, you listen and you hear it, then is a response needed? Very important how we respond. He says here, he's teaching them. And, you know, uh, maybe <laughs> I thought about this when I was reading this. He said, pay attention. I thought maybe some of them were kind of nodding off, you know. He's up there teaching and, hey, pay attention. I have to do that uh, sometimes here. Somebody kind of nods off, man. We're going to wake you up. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> pay, pay attention to what the Spirit is trying to speak to you. God wants to reveal his will to your life. I believe that. He wants to show you and reveal his plan and his will. And the part B of that uh, particular scripture is those who listen will be given more understanding. There's, there's a lot of people here on different levels of hearing, the, hearing and, and responding and being obedient to what the master has to say to them. Some people are still down here. Is that you, God? Is that you? Is that Others are up here. They, they've responded, and God has given them more understanding. And then there's others that just, man, he says do it. There's no question. There's no hesitation. Just, oh, okay. Let's, let's, that's the goal, isn't it, to get to where we hear God's voice, and we, we uh, do what he tells us to do. Hallelujah. How are, how are you using what God has taught you? Are you canning it and holding on to it, or are you sharing it? Is it good sometimes to share what God has revealed to you, to other people? And, and, and again, I, I, I'm thankful that, that we have some pretty mature Christians here that, that want to share what God is teaching them. Terry's written books back here. We've got different, I'm writing a book, different ones. Uh, our youth, you know, uh, teaching our young people. Sandra and Bianca back there teaching the, the children as they study and prepare. You know, God gives them a word. And they, it, how many of you know it's never too too young to start teaching your kid about the, the word of God and how to hear God's voice and listen and, and be obedient to what he has to say. So I, I know I want to hear what the Spirit is saying to me. We're winding this thing down. And he, he, he teaches, you know, I've shared several different scriptures today, but it's, it's more than just hearing. It's doing. And the, the story that he uses here is about the sand and the rock. Anybody remember that story? Matthew 7, uh, verse 24. says, Therefore, whosoever hears these saying of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. Hmm. How many like to be wise? Yeah. He built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was what? Founded on the rock. 
And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and what? Doeth them not, shall be likened to a foolish man which built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. So it's very important not only to hear, but to respond and be obedient. Are y'all catching this? Hallelujah. A hearing, responding disciple. That's the goal. That's the goal. Can everyone get there? Yeah, we can. We just focus on it, and we realize that we need to hear. We need to listen to what the Spirit uh, is trying to, to speak to us. You know, it might be time to, to stop and think about your life. Am I listening? All right? Am I listening? Am I really? Do you hear what I hear? God is speaking to other people. He will speak to you. Oh, no, that's just for preachers. and oh, No, he will speak to you. God used common people so many times throughout the word of God. So, so that's not an excuse. It's just the fact that we must take time to slow down and listen and hear to what the Spirit has to say to us. Praise God. Are, are we listening? Are we responding? And are we being obedient? Do you hear what I hear? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to stand together today. I've got some more here, but I'm going to bring this uh, into focus here. There's a day coming when it will matter greatly what you've heard and what you've done. Amen? That day is soon approaching, and as we learned in this one scripture, that the, the, the light or the, the word that God has put in our spirit, it's very important how we use that, how we respond to that. Are we obedient to that? If we condemn the lights, please. Uh, how, how we respond to all of that is so very, very important. And not just pass by haphazardly, just, well, yeah, God gave me. A... No, it's very important. When God speaks into our spirit, it's so important that we Listen, I feel this strong in my spirit. Lord, I thank you that you've laid this message on my heart for a reason today, God. It's, it's a challenge us in this season of the year as we're winding down this year. Many times we, we look back over the year and we reflect and we see the, the good things, yes, that have happened in our life, the successes, the victories. But Lord, sometimes we look back and we see where we missed it. There was mistakes. There was failures. God, I just really want us as believers this morning just to, to make sure that our spiritual ears are tuned in to what you're trying to speak to us. That we do not neglect. Do not neglect, Lord, that time spent with you and in the busyness of this world and in all this stuff that would seemingly want to draw us away and demand our attention, Lord, I pray over this body of believers today, God, that they will hear your voice. It will be loud in their ears. It will be a word that will change their life and help their life, and not only them, but others, others in this body of believers, Lord, that need to hear that. That word, Lord, you gave gifts to the church. 
gifts of the Spirit. They should be in operation in every church. There's nothing in the Bible that says it's been stopped or canceled. So, Lord, I pray that we learn this next year, Lord, even in a greater measure, each one of us to be more yielded to you, to be more surrendered to you, that we respond and we are obedient, Lord. Gifts of wisdom and knowledge and healing and miracles and faith. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, that that will happen. That will be common when we listen to you and allow your spirit to speak to us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're coming again for your bride. We want to be found about the master's business. Praise you, Lord. Maybe you're here today and this message has touched your heart today and say, Pastor, I want to listen more attentively to what the Spirit is trying to speak to me. Is that, if that's you, just slip your hand up today. I want, I want to hear, yes, I want to hear His voice more. I've been neglectful. I've been neglectful to, to spend that quality time in His presence. And I know when I do, He speaks to me. And I want to have such a relationship with Him that I yearn for that time with Him. It's, it's, it's the part of the day that... I can shut out all the noise of the world and I can be in His presence and I can hear His voice. He'll speak to me. He'll give me that direction. He'll give me that word fitly spoken in my spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So as we close out the service today, I just want you to talk to God about it in your own way today to say, Lord, I repent of of turning away from you. I repent of not taking time to develop that relationship that I know you have for me. So I just ask you, Lord, to forgive me. I want want more time with you. I want to hear your voice. Just let him know. I want to hear your voice and what the Spirit is saying into my life. Thank you, Lord. As Sheila sings this song, you just talk to, to God in your own way. Come be.
so thankful that you still speak to those that have ears to hear, Lord. I, I rely on that in my life every day, Lord, for direction, for purpose, for vision. Lord, for this church, for my family, for our business. Lord, you will lead us as the shepherd leads the sheep, God. There's that intimacy. There's that closeness. Lord, and I want every person not to just have a superficial relationship with you, but deep, deep, Lord, where they quickly respond. They hear your voice, number one. They separate it from the den of the world. And they listen attentively, God, and then they respond. So thank you for this challenging word today, Lord. This season that we're living in, Lord, I thank you that you came, yes. But I thank you that you're on the right hand of the Father. Right now, ever living to make intercession for us to, to plead our cause before the Father, Lord. So, Lord, I, I thank you that you left the Holy Spirit here with us. And he's literally living on the inside of us. He speaks to us. He talks to us. He leads us. He guides us. He teaches us. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's just, let's just thank the Holy Spirit for his residency. His, he's dwelling inside of us. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are living and dwelling inside of us. Hallelujah. You lead us and you guide us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We celebrate you today. We welcome you and we listen to what the Spirit is trying to say to us. We are attentive. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Anybody need special prayer today? Is anybody sick here today that would like to leave whole? Okay, come on up, Lisa. Grace. Oh, okay. What's her name? Okay, okay, okay. Frida, okay. Just needs a complete healing. Yes, fighting in her life. Anybody 
else today? <laughs> yeah, I've been battling sickness for about a All month right, straight come on, now. <laughs> come on down here today. Amen. I'm going to get Pam and Lisa to anoint you with oil and pray over you. Praise God. And Lord, right now we just lift up Frida. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, the doctors have given their report. But God, we believe your report. Your word says we're healed, we're whole, we are well. So Lord, we right now come together as a church family and just agree together for healing in her body in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jehovah Rapha, my God that heals all our sicknesses, all our diseases, Lord. We praise you. We claim that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody else need a healing touch in your body today? Or have something you would like someone with, to pray with you about? Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power right now. Sheila's body. Thank you, Lord. Allergies, sickness, cough, be gone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You want us well and whole. You said, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in good health. Lord, we speak good health our body in Jesus name thank you Lord praise you Lord amen praise you Lord praise you Lord thank you God thank you mighty God worship you praise you amen hallelujah God bless you today and uh, 